Hi, I'm Thor Waspotten, professor in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University, and this is Around the Sphere. Welcome to Around the Sphere, the podcast of the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University, produced and recorded by MDJ's students, faculty, and staff, just for you. For today's episode of Around the Sphere, we met up with MDJ's award-winning student media broadcast station, TV2, to touch base on available opportunities and learn how to get involved, even as a freshman. Chris, take it away. My name is Chris Abreu. I am TV2's news director, which just means I'm, I help assign reporters to stories. I help out producers, things like that. I'm Rachel Gross. I'm the general manager here at TV2, and I manage everything, make sure the day-to-day operations run smoothly. Joining TV2 and the opportunities that are here, like there's obviously the news side, we do a lot with news. And within news itself, like people can be an anchor, they can report, they can do weather, they can do sports, all these things. When people think of TV2, they kind of just think of like people anchoring a newscast or reporting. And that's not all that we do. I mean, our entertainment side does give you a lot more creative freedom. And we also have a large tech department. That's kind of where a lot of digital media production students fall in because it's a little bit more hands-on live TV experience that you probably wouldn't get in classes here. TV2 is an award-winning college TV station. There are a lot of awards that we enter for and win each year just this year. We had a couple students place within the top 20 students at the Hearst Journalism Awards in multiple categories. Three students from our station placed within the top 20 people in the entire country. This semester, we're looking to enter into the college Emmys for a newscast and for reporting. And as a freshman, you can get experience right away your first semester. Now let's talk to freshman TV2 reporter Kennedy Gotham about the experience she's gotten in just the past few months with TV2. I kind of knew that Kent State was known for their journalism. Like I just had always kind of known that in the back of my head. So I actually just emailed and auditioned and then I I got a spot, which I was kind of surprised by because at first I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so hard to get into. They probably only want people who have journalism experience, but I had none and I got on and I have, I've only been here for what has it been? A month? Two months? And I I have done so many things that I would not have ever in my life expected to do as a freshman. I was able to go to the Women's March and report and make a package on it. And it's it was crazy to me because I was like, I never in a million years thought that as a freshman, I would be able to do all of this stuff, especially with no prior experience. If you're interested in getting involved with TV2, auditions are held in Franklin Hall at the start of each semester. Be on the lookout for information about an open house and auditions during the first week of the semester. If you're interested in getting involved with TV2, reach out to Rachel Gross at rgross10 at kent.edu. For more information, you can visit kentstatestudentmedia.com. We also connected with student group Franklin Advertising to hear about their recent trip to New York City's annual Advertising Week conference. 
Hi, my name is B. I am an advertising major with a minor in UXD. I am also a member of Frank Bonad. I'm Dana Seifert. I am also an ad major with a minor in graphic design, and I am the director of internal affairs for Franklin Advertising. Uh, hey, I'm Alexis. I'm the director of brand development. I'm an advertising major as well with a minor in design. Ayo. <laughs> Hello, y'all. I'm Alec Guy. I'm majoring in communication studies with a concentration in applied communication, and I'll be minoring in advertising Currently a, a member of Franklin Advertising Club as well. And I'm Danielle Sarver-Coombs. I'm a professor in the School of Media and Journalism. I had the great honor of spending a week in New York with this incredible group of students. So moving into our questions, who would like to start us by giving us a brief synopsis of what Franklin Advertising is? I would say Franklin Ad is just kind of like the icing on the cake to the advertising curriculum. Mm-hmm. I would say it's like advertising, but just just a little bit more fun, just a little bit a little bit more extra. So how would you describe Adweek to someone who has never heard of it before? It was just a gathering of advertising and marketing professionals to just celebrate the art of advertising, the art of marketing, and to just talk about what we love, to just express the love that we have for this field, and to just come together and to just celebrate everything that we love and that interests us about this dynamic and just fast-paced, ever-growing just field of advertising and marketing. It's kind of like a Franklin ad tradition, that, and it's a fantastic marketing opportunity for us, just kind of get our names out there and to network. And it's also a very interesting opportunity to be able to learn and to just kind of build our skills as advertising professionals. I just think it's a really, like what B said, a really great opportunity for us. I personally am not great at networking, but it was really great to network there. I'm still getting emails from some of the presenters just saying, hey, thanks for coming to my presentation. And that's really, really cool that they would reach out to us like that. So being a last semester senior, I was just really extremely grateful uh, for this opportunity because how often do you get to go to advertising week in New York City at, you know, in the advertising capital of the world. It was just extremely, extremely grateful for the opportunity. And it ended up being like one of the greatest trips. Even for me, it was one of the greatest trips I've ever been on in my life. So it was just really a fantastic opportunity. So Alec, what made it so special? Well, first and foremost, just being in that city life for me, for whatever reason, just the buzz and just the abundance of life seeing uh, everything going on and truly seeing like why they call it the ap- the advertising capital of the world. It was just all very, it was just a new experience for me. And it was very, wow, I was just like enveloped in this high energy the entire trip. And not to mention, you know, what we learned during advertising week, you know, each day was something new or something I didn't a- anticipate learning the day before. I mean, it was just, just like a really knowledgeable experience as well. And I feel like out of the experience, I was able to really gain some, some meaningful information and being enveloped in that kind of atmosphere in the New York City life. It was, it was invigorating. <laughs> How would you describe what happens there? Like, what are the kinds of things that we did there? It was located in this, was that a convention center, that that building, or was that more of like a... It's like a mall. Hudson Yards. Adweek was essentially like on this convention center type layout on the fifth floor. And essentially there was eight different, was there eight different stages or seven or eight different stages, but each stage had its own kind of topic or its own focal point. However, it had to, of course, deal with advertising or, or marketing in some type of aspect. So for example, there was the, the creative stage, 
which was, you know, more behind the creative of advertising and advertising industry. There was a screening room, which was, which really focused on topics that had to do with like the cinematography behind uh, advertising and, and filming and audio and whatnot. And so there's like these different stages. So you can, and each, each stage um, started at like 930 uh, each stage, every half hour, there were different guest speakers. Guest speakers were, you know, from a, a specific kind of area of expertise. And then also each 30 minute, like kind of seminar had its own topic, its own specific topic under of discussion. That was honestly a really profound part of the experience for me was being able to actually see what we wanted to see and, and learn about stuff that we are ourselves are adamant about. And then after at five, it ended at five o'clock every day. So Monday through Monday through Thursday, we went and then at five o'clock every day. And at five o'clock, there would be a networking type of event. It gave us opportunity to talk to professionals who literally some, some of the speakers would stay after we were able to literally be exposed to that kind of people's expertise and to people actually in the industry living it currently. What a valuable experience. I don't know where else I would be able to get exposure like that. And it was great. It was so great. It was so personable and, and wonderful. And they were giving out a bunch of stuff, a bunch of products as well. And they had food for us. Yeah. The best part for me was the uh, empanadas, the dessert yes. empanadas. <laughs> yes. What are some key insights that you learned through this event? That marketing, while it has, I don't, I don't, for lack of a better phrase, while it has slowed down in terms of its quote unquote greatness, it's not like it was back in the 50s or 60s. It's coming back, especially after COVID. Our industry got hit hard because, you know, how are you going to market to people that are trapped indoors all the time? But our industry is really bouncing back and we're coming back stronger than ever. And we're coming back even more innovative than ever. To kind of go off your point of innovation. I'm kind of more along the lines of the creative field when it comes to advertising. So like the creative really interests me. And one thing that I specifically remember was we got to see the guys that created berries and cream, which was the highlight of my week. And they were talking about how things become viral. The thing I got from that was like the most original content is how something becomes viral. So it's like, you can't force something to be viral. It just is so it's just kind of like you can't focus on making something viral you have to focus on making it original that difference between originality and something being viral if that makes sense so i would say for me the most interesting thing or the thing that i guess made me think the most from it was talking about the metaverse where advertising and branded communication is moving because that's something i don't know if i had necessarily like really thinking about the connections between where tech and the metaverse is moving and, you know, the augmented reality, virtual reality, how this can really be used in order to reach consumers and improve their lives. And so that was something that I think has a real, first of all, it's a real impact on the industry. It's a fascinating place to go. But in terms of what we do as a program, I think there are so many cool opportunities, particularly because MDJ shares a building with EMAT, with Emerging Media and Technology. And there are the people who could actually do this stuff, right? Like the people who could do the coding for those sorts of experiences. And so I love that it got me thinking so much about how we can have the best possible program for our students and things that we could do that are super innovative and super cutting edge and ahead of the curve, which I thought that was just phenomenal. What surprised you about the experience? I was surprised with how small it was. It surprised me about just how, like, kind of chill everyone was. Yeah. Like, the people I networked with, like, you expect these advertising bigwigs to be, like, all suits and ties, and they just aren't. They're very down-to-earth. And I noticed the bigger the wig, 
the chill or the person. You know, they're they're really they were really down to earth people, and just I got to network and hand out my business cards, and they were just like, "Hey, man, yeah, it was nice talking to you." And I was just like, "Hey, you too." Oh, you're from Youngstown. I'm from Youngstown. Like stuff like that. For me, one of the most surprising things, things that I guess I did not expect was getting kind of a better sense of where I want to go, what I want to focus on in within the industry, or at least an idea of or a better idea than I did before I came. So that was something I didn't quite expect. However, I'm extremely pleased and satisfied with. Yeah, I'd like to bounce off of that too, because I've, I consider myself a disability advocate because I have a disability myself. Going to this, I got to see some panels where people have disabilities and they were advocating for people with disabilities too, especially disability through diversity and hiring and inclusive design. Like that was an amazing experience. And I know that's definitely something that I want to do for my future. So like I said, I just want to bounce off of that and be like, this is an awesome networking opportunity to connect with people who are like-minded and can give you more experience and more networking opportunities, I guess. So I would say one thing I was thinking about when you guys were talking was how it's, it's a great reminder at these events that people who are working in the profession very much are interested in helping young people raise up. Right. Like, and so they're willing to talk and they're excited to talk. And, you know, we were at a DC comics panel and I wanted to get a picture of you guys with one of the big wigs from DC and his aunt ran track at Kent state. And he was really excited to meet our students. You know, we have those connections everywhere. And I think sometimes when we're in a situation where, you know, we're from Ohio and like it's Kent state and our instinct tends to be a very Ohio, like, Oh, we're, you know, just going to be nice and friendly and Midwestern. And then you go to these things and you realize we actually can play with the big boys. Like we're in there and our students, you guys were so impressive there. You guys just really nailed it. And it was just wonderful to see how beautifully our students fit into those kinds of environments. To kind of go off of that, when we got back, I, realize that that was the most professional I've ever felt, which is weird because I feel like I have imposter syndrome in that sense (laughs) where it's like, I was so scared. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to fit in. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. But it's like, I got there. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I got this. I am ready for this. Yeah. And it's, I felt like a professional and it was awesome. So that leads to the next question. Which advertising classes do you think were beneficial to your experience? I think our map, the professor there was great. She taught me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) that helped so it's kind of like um I know Alec and I did a lot of panels together and I remember he was asking me questions about like what does this mean what does this mean and it's like oh I actually did learn something in these classes so it's like a lot of the abbreviations I remember one of them he asked me was KPI like what does that mean and that was key performance indicators so I guess I would say probably strategy helped for sure because that I really learned the process of how an ad is made, but it was some of the panels moved so fast, like all of the terminology and stuff I could barely keep up with, but I could because of what I learned from my classes. So it was just kind of like, I don't know what's going on, but I think I understand it. For me, it was, I feel like media planning strategy really helps. I had this moment where I was talking to this professional and he showed me, he made an effort to show me a presentation he was working on for his company and personas came up. And I was like, oh, my God, I did that in class. (laughs) And it felt so good to just be like, oh, my God, I'm actually learning things. It's validating. It's like, oh, my God, I learned that. Like, I know what that Mm -hmm. is. And it's like, oh, my God, this makes sense. This is awesome. Yeah, I think uh, for me, 
Adstrat was definitely super beneficial for the experience, I think, because I was able to like apply my knowledge in a professional in a professional sense. It was really cool. I think storytelling is such an important role when it comes to advertising. I actually went to a panel that talked a bit about storytelling in a sense and might have been the the marketer for Peloton, I think, or something like that. And she was talking about how they use storytelling to get more people to be interested in their product. Because I had no idea what Peloton was before, honestly. I saw their commercials and I'm like, I have no idea <laughs> what is going on. But then she kind of explained it. And then they had like a campaign about bringing these people and telling stories and all that. And I definitely think storytelling is a very important role in advertising and marketing. So how do you see this experience helping you with your future career? First and foremost, we were able to make some like professional network connections. I mean, that's already some exposure right there. We were able to get, you know, connect with people on LinkedIn and get their professional information in that sense, of course, but then also the knowledge that we obtained. I mean, we're all, you know, we're all taking notes during this seminar. So we're actively engaged in listening, but we're also writing down things that are profound or we're writing down things that stick out to us. So we're able to take that information home and, and reread it, you know? So not only, of course, the networking, but then the knowledge we were obtained and just that kind of giving us the edge, you know, when, when it comes to the, to the interviewing process. And then when we finally secure position in our desired field. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add? Join Frank one ad. Join Franklin and if you're ever in New York again, go to Sticky Finger Joint. <laughs> also, I should point out too, Franklin Ad is open to people of any major, any minor, any class, any anybody. So feel free to uh, come join and we'll, we'll take good care of you. We like having new people around. Having events like this, we really feel as a faculty is a really important way for our students to be able to experience what their careers are going to be like. And I'm so grateful that the university has been so supportive of our students doing these things. Our students really represent us so beautifully in these situations. And so we love having our students be able to go out into these sorts of professional environments and just really thrive because that is exactly what we want to prepare you for. And so I'm grateful to you four and Kat, um, who was with us, that you guys just really put your hearts into this experience and really grabbed everything you could with both hands and just made it such a wonderful event for yourselves. And you learned so much. And I'm just really, really proud of you. Oh, thanks, Combs. Well, thank you guys for being so great. The building we know and love as Franklin Hall actually didn't have that name until 1956. But the building was built in 1926. So what was it before then? Since it housed a teacher training school, it was named the William A. Clough Teacher Training School after Board of Trustees Secretary William Clough. At this time, the Department of Journalism and Publicity was brand new and headed by William David Taylor, who would become the namesake for Taylor Hall. And that makes sense because the School of Journalism was actually housed in Taylor Hall for over 40 years, from 1966 to 2007. Good point. In 1956, the William A. Clough Teacher Training School became Franklin Hall, named after Franklin Mills, the original name of the city of Kent. And in 2007, the School of Media and Journalism moved to the newly renovated Franklin Hall. You know, I love this place, especially the new reading room. Have you seen the updates to the TV studio? Next level. Well, it's time for feedback. Kimmy, do we have any feedback? No, we don't. Oh, well, that makes me sad. What can we do about it? Well, we can ask people to send us an email with questions, comments, or suggestions at mtjpodcast at kent.edu. Okay, let's do that. I think I just did. Oh, well, 
Let's hope listeners send us a comment then. Do you know what I'd really like? You'd really like someone to send us an audio file of their comment by recording a voice memo on their phones and emailing that to us, wouldn't you? Yeah, how did you know? Because you wrote this part of the script. (laughs) Well, then let's hope listeners do that. And that is a wrap on this episode. Well, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to Around the Sphere. Please send us your thoughts, comments, and feedback at mdjpodcast at kent.edu. Music for this podcast was written and produced by Assistant Professor Scott Hallgren. This episode was produced by Nicholas Underwood, Digital Media Production Major. And our podcast project manager is Kimmy Daniels, Public Relations Major. This podcast was advised by Associate Professor Luke Armour. Special thanks to all the students, faculty, and staff who made this episode possible. And a very special thanks to you for listening. We'll see and hear you around the sphere. When I said Alexis's name, my Alexis went on. Um, Could you guys hear that or...